Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. You know, I like to make goals, like in my job and stuff. I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do this thing or that thing, right? Uh huh, definitely. Well, my new goal um, is Crocs until Thanksgiving. <sighs> but, <laughs> but, but your feet. <laughs> That's right. They're my feet. And <laughs> so um, I made this decision by myself a while back. And uh not gonna lie, we, we got like a like a foot and a half of snow and um I mean I haven't lost my resolve yet. Uh but, but I would be lying if I didn't say it's been a bit of a challenge. They your feet must have been wet though. Oh, right? they're definitely wet. Well, but you see, crocs are perfect. But are like are you not wearing socks with them too? Oh you, what kind of person wears socks with their Crocs? Although they rhyme, um, they don't go together any other way the, besides rhyming. The internet told me it was okay, though. The, I, I looked into it, so. What internet told you it was okay to wear socks with your Crocs? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I Crocs are perfect. They are perfection. You have a pair that I yes. got you uh, for your birthday, right? Yeah. And... Uh, I, I love my Crocs. The, the cool thing about them is, uh, you know, they have all those holes and stuff. So they, if they get wet, they dry really quickly um, when you're indoors or when you're out of the uh, inclement weather or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're plastic. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not just plastic. Though. They're like this special proprietary Croc plastic. Mm-hmm. That's no slip because they were boating shoes. So they had right. to be able to dry and not let you slip and die. Stuff like that. So that being said, my trip to UPS today was, um, oh, what's the word? Invigorating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the snow fell directly into my Crocs. <sighs> <laughs> but I, it's, I, I think, isn't it good to have goals and stick to them? Uh, yes. I don't know. I, I guess. Um <laughs> I know. I mean, if this is what you want to do, it's not. It's not like it's going to hurt you. I mean, except if you get like frostbite or something. But. Well, uh, I'm I'm not totally insane. Much to the doubt of anybody who's who's talked to me, I I, I don't. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to like work six hours outside uh, in Crocs or like walk the dogs in Crocs. That w- I know that I'd be risking. I don't even think I'd be risking. I think I'd just plain get frostbite. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a chance of frostbite. I think that's just getting frostbite. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm not going to do that. But if I'm going from the car or I'm taking out the trash uh, or I'm, you know, I'm going from the car to another place indoors right away. I, I, man, I want to try to make it till Thanksgiving. Of course, I made that I made that decision before I knew it was going to be uh, 14 degrees today. <sighs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I it's kind of, I, I like, I mean, it's like only partial Crocs till Thanksgiving then. It's like Crocs when, um, <laughs> when it, when it feels like it's a good idea, I guess. 
Um, yeah, it, it, it's definitely fair weather Crocs. I, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to pretend that I have that level of dedication. You know, I so at my old day job, I actually knew a guy who never wore shoes. Like he came in without shoes? He never wore shoes. Like, he and I had a conversation about it. Ow. He he never, ever wore shoes. He said it was religious. Oh. Uh, but then when I actually got to know him, he was like, it's not religious, but it's a thing I say so that people have to let me do it. Yeah. It's for health reasons. Interesting. Um, of course, his health reasons were all made up. Right. Um, they were like that, you know, toxins don't gather and stuff like that. But he did say that there were like all these, these like health reasons, uh, like, you know, it helps your posture. It helps align your back to not wear shoes that, um, he doesn't really care about being like, he did say like he wears shoes if he has to be in the snow all day, but if he's just going in and out of places, no shoes, he says that your feet regulate your body temperature. And since your feet regulate your body temperature, then they get really cold, but they get really warm fast. Okay. That's not true. I I mean, I, my feet got warm pretty quick when I came in today (laughs) and took my Crocs off, but they still felt pretty cold. Um, And there's no doubt that that guy's insane. No, I mean, but as someone who like has the thing where my feet are cold all the time and I'm like, I guess, or whatever, um, uh, like they will not warm up. Um, and I do not think not wearing anything on them would keep them warm as I've definitely tried that before. Um, (laughs) wait, you've uh, tried, you've tried being barefoot. Um, like in my house in the winter, it doesn't work. You you aren't even barefoot in your house in the winter. No, (laughs) (laughs) you wear, you wear slippers. Yes. My feet are so cold and (laughs) And it it like this slippers is a pretty new thing for me. Up mm-hmm. until I discovered that you could just wear slippers, I would just lose feeling in my feet all winter. Oh. So this is much better. That um, sounds a lot better. Yeah. So are they like are they like big fluffy slippers? They're no, no, I'm not no. They're just they're just slippers. They have cats on them. No, oh, okay, red. that's pretty cool. They're red. <laughs> Well, because you know Crocs, if you just move the ankle cover over, then they become slippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it all comes back to Crocs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I love my Crocs. I can't help it. Do you do you actually wear the Crocs I got you much? Yeah. Um, I wear them for like um uh, like yard work. They're oh, okay. really good for that. Um, and I was kind of wearing them like in between weather when I wasn't really sure what kind of shoes were appropriate for the temperature. So mm-hmm. they've been good. Um, but I wouldn't wear them now, but I do take my trash out and go out to my car to grab things without shoes on. So you, maybe you go out barefoot in 20 degree weather sometimes. Yeah. I mean, for like, for like 25 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's still, see, to me, that's nuts. I wouldn't do that. Eh. Um, although see now I'm, now that I'm a dog owner, I do find myself like standing outside for, you know, 15 seconds barefoot more than I ever would have done before. Yeah, because uh, I'm just sitting there like, hey, you stupid dog. It's freezing. Please come inside. And the dog, did I tell you, so Chica- I have two dogs, uh, Henwolf and Chicano. You know that, but people who are listening to this might not. Um, Chicano just laid in the in the snow last night. Aww. I, I looked out and he was just he was just chilling like a villain. That's that's really cute. I, I, guess, I guess that's cute. Hold on. I, I took a picture. I can show it to you. Okay. Um, probably, uh, Maybe. that this is even better. Cause no, like only you get to see it. I mean, it's not like the audience can see it, but yeah. 
But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you even left your dinger on. This is such a fly-by-night organization we got going here. I turned off the, the sound on my phone, at least. <laughs> hey, wait, how can you hear that? I heard it. Oh, it's my um, it's my my iPad is here, so that's um, not yeah, that's what's going on because it's off on everything else. Oh, just sit just sitting there like the a dark. like a chicken roosting in, at one a.m. That was one a.m. Oh wow, I mean yeah. it looks like one a.m. But yeah. but he's just he's just laying there like it's cool, man. And I'm like, dude, it, like you've lived here for eight months, you know this is the pee before we go to bed. Yes, and you're just gonna lay out in the in the yard in the snow. Oh, so uh, my buddy Dave got a flat tire yesterday. Um, That's that, good. Yeah, no, it's not, and yeah. he bent his rim because he. I think he drove a really long distance without realizing he had a flat tire. I I like. I don't want to say this, but I've only gotten flat tires before and after driving somewhere, like slow leaks. Mm-hmm. And I've only been in the car one time when someone actually got a flat tire, um, but it was very noticeable. Uh, yeah. Is it is it ever not noticeable? I, well, when I drove the Volkswagen Beetle, um, I got a flat once on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I thought the car was acting a little weird, but it was somebody pulled up next to me and went, I think you have a flat. Yeah. But those tires are pretty small mm-hmm. and low to the ground, so that wasn't as easy to notice. Um, and I literally just drove straight into a uh, into a mechanic. It was like I need a new tire. Yeah. Um, but the reason I, I mentioned that was uh, you you know how to change a tire, right? You got to. Um. Yes, I do. And you're like the most DIY person I know. So you'd have to know how to change a tire. So do you do you remember the first time you had to change one? Um. No. No, and I've only like changed one for practice because again, I've never actually had a tire fail on me while I was driving. You've never actually had to change a tire, like for real? No, no, only, I've been only really... for, for. It was only for what for uh for um fun. Yeah, just to make sure I knew how to do it, basically. Um, and, and do you feel like you know how to do it? Maybe it's. We'll see. One day we'll see. <laughs> one day well like uh like do you think you could do it right now without looking at anything um i mean i'd have to look at like the tire no <laughs> no, no blindfolded or nothing it's like you're in bird box <laughs> Just- yeah um you know i i don't i, I don't want to say like yes definitely but i think so um i i basically like i know like where to put the jack and how to do that, and like how to take the tire off. So I, I think I'd be okay. Okay. It, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's not super hard. Yeah. The hardest part is just if your car, your specific make and model, has like um, some kind of a quirk. Like um, my Volkswagen had a key mm-hmm. that you had to use. Right. To, uh, one of the bolts was not a normal bolt. It had it had a special proprietary bolt so that you couldn't steal the hubcap. Right. And uh, so if you lost that key. I can tell you that a AAA person cannot fix it. <laughs> That's terrible. I, when I got my Volkswagen, I had my first car ever was a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, it was a 2000. And I got it in 2005. It had like 40,000 miles on it. Um, and I, I almost put 200,000 miles on it. Almost. I was like 20,000 miles short. And one time uh, I had a flat. I think it was a flat. And yeah, they couldn't, um, they couldn't take my tire off. These are AAA mechanics. Yeah, I actually feel like I remember this being a conversation in the past. That's really sad. 
Unfortunately, uh, we've been friends a little too long, so you know almost everything about me at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, so I had to ask the AAA mechanic. I'm like, well, what do I do? I need a new tire. And he's like, you gotta, you gotta find a Volkswagen dealership and get them to get you a key because they're they're like, I think there were like ten variants of the key. So they would have to, the Volkswagen dealer would have to come and look at your car and be like, ah, you're a number seven. And then be like, and then be like, we have to special order that from Germany. That will be $17,000. No, uh, but I forget what it it was. It was a little pricey. It was like $90 or something for the key. That's a lot for a key. They did tell me the guy was super nice. He was like, he was like, the key should have been in your spare tire kit. Like there was a little (laughs) spot for it, but whoever exchanged the car, must have lost it or kept it because they were simply an evil person who wishes the world would burn. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. At least. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, a pretty bad person, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, yeah. Changing a tire is just not that hard. Um, but I was just curious for some reason I thought maybe you would have, you would have a story about it, but no perfect Michelle with her perfect life on the coast. <laughs> I won't let that go. That's going to be my thing is mentioning that you're, you're from the coast. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Cause you, now you weren't born in Jersey. You were born in New York though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you were I born was... in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Is that why, you know, why you're so ride or die? Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do blame it. Like, People, you know, like when they walk around places, they like say hi to each other. Like, I don't do any of that. And I blame that all on New York. Like, just (laughs) got to do what you got to do. You mean New York ruined your ability to be friendly? Yes. (laughs) See, all you need is like four weeks in Ohio and you'll be friendly as hell. You won't be able to help it. It's catching. It's like herpes Uh, or um, (laughs) or glitter. Yeah, that's not great. Mm. My metaphor or, or... Oh, no, glitter. <laughs> oh, glitter. Glitter is yeah. not... Do you remember when, when you could order glitter bombs and have them sent to your enemies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can't anymore? Um, If you can, I have not heard anyone talk about doing such a thing in a while. I just thought it like got less cool, but it still exists. See, somewhere. I thought it was like Patriot Act. No. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, you're going to mail things from an anonymous source yeah. to people. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I guess I could see that being a problem. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, now is the part where I want to make you uncomfortable. So what, uh, what manga are you reading right now? Oh, um, okay. So, um, so I guess, I mean, I'm reading a lot of things right now, um, but I guess the last thing, well, actually, I think a new, what's today, Wednesday? So there's probably a new One Punch Man out tomorrow, but I didn't, that was two weeks ago. So what I'm reading right now, um, I'm I'm reading Noragami. Um, yeah, because I finished the anime. So, yeah. So you're, you're reading the... the- is is it manga or manga? Manga. Manga. Sorry about that. Um, no, it's okay. No, I mean sorry that you're a, that you're a fan of it. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> me too. But so so the manga you're reading it because you want more cuz was the was the manga first than the anime? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I want to um I just you know like when I 
it, it it's a pretty good adaptation um done by a studio i like um but i wanted to see if there were differences also the anime like just ended like it ended and it didn't f- actually finish the story um i'm pretty sure the manga is still running right now mm-hmm. so i wanted to kind of catch up to where we were and continue because i like it um yeah and the anime is the anime over um in in theory uh i i think it was two seasons and i think the last one was in like like 2015 or something like that um but you just never know with these things especially with this particular studio um with studio bones they could just like randomly announce they're going to do a third season sometime um it's it's really hard to tell uh well is, is, is oh sorry oh i i don't know Oh, well, yeah. is, is anime fandom kind of like that? Because I'm guessing things can stay popular for a while after they're no longer airing because people are watching a lot of this stuff on like Crunchyroll and, and things like that. Um, so like, you know, five years later, it could have a, you know, an anime could have like a much bigger audience in America as well. Right. Is that um, one of the reasons they kind of come back? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think that I think that like um um overseas audiences aren't really taken too much into consideration uh with that. I think the reason these things take so long um especially when you have like something that's an adaptation of another form of media um is that like it's a lot of times you know a studio will be like oh or like a production committee more accurately would be like, Oh, we're going to do this now. Um, but there's only enough for two seasons. And then they're like, just kind of hope that the mangaka like makes enough so that they can continue. And sometimes that doesn't happen uh, very quickly. Um, so there's like, yeah, I mean, there's this, uh, there's like a really big important, uh, manga, uh, called Hunter Hunter, um, which is just a shonen and it, got an anime adaptation actually got two anime adaptations but the the latest one was started in 2011 um and it's thought of as like one of the best shonen adaptations but they like ran out of material to adapt so they had to stop um so yeah okay so that was like that's like the opposite of what you were describing before they they ran out of manga yeah exactly Exactly. And, um, I mean, there is more manga now, but the creator went on a hiatus. So they were like, oh, I guess we just don't, we can't do this anymore. Um, but I, I don't know when, when they stopped the, uh, Norigami, the Norigami anime, I'm not sure where they were in the manga. So it might've been that they didn't have enough material to do a third season huh, when okay. they were. Yeah. See, cause I, I obviously, and maybe it's just my Americanness. I, I just assume it's market related. You know, when when a show doesn't continue or whatever. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, and it can be, too. And a lot of times it is. Um, but also, even things that have done well take several years off in between. Like, um, like One Punch Man. Um, when did that air? Like, in 2016? And then it took, what, like another three years to get the second season? So you just never know wow. if something is going to pick up again. Is it is it because in their culture it's a great dishonor to not be patient for your new your new season? You know, maybe. I mean, Japan's weird, right? We know that, right? We both agree, right? Um, yeah, you know, just yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be like uh hyper judgmental. I just mean like Japan's weird, though. 
They're weird. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little weird. There's some weird stuff. I mean, some of it is, you know, I mean, it's cultural, though. I'm not saying that they're bad. It's just like, boy, sometimes Japan is just really weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, I told you about, I, I found I found that little rabbit hole of um, of Japanese uh, videos of, of uh, I guess they're, you know, they're Japanese neo-Nazis. They're like, right. these, they're Japanese people like standing in front of like swastika flags and mm-hmm. speaking in Japanese about how I, I, I'm not even, I'm like very, very barely paraphrasing. They said, uh, the Jews fear the samurai, <laughs> which I mean is not, um, <laughs> it's not inaccurate. I don't, I can't see the average Jewish person, uh, person I know, uh, wanting to fight a samurai or really anyone I know wanting to fight a samurai. I mean, but like who does? Yeah. Well, I mean, so your family is somewhat Jewish flavor and, uh, like, do you feel like they fear the samurai? Um, you know, just the average amount, you know, (laughs) they think about, they don't think about samurais very often, but when they do, there is fear. Definitely. <laughs> so, well, so since we since we brought up Judaism, thank goodness, right? Is it, it's yeah. a good thing that we brought that up, right? It's fine. Would you please tell uh, the story of the uh, guy trying to get you to go to Israel? Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, uh, I used to, I used to work at a supermarket and, um, I was a cashier and there was this guy who, who like I've, I'd seen around a lot, like, cause you know, it's a nice supermarket and people go there all the time, I guess. Um, and he was just in my line asking me if I was, you know, interested in, um, you know, going to Israel, uh, as a oh man, whatever the hell that's called, the well, thing yeah, and, that we do. Yeah, because there there's a initiative, right, where they want young Jewish people to go to Israel to visit, so they'll pay for it. Um, with yes. the hope being that you'll stay. Yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, and and he basically said, yeah, you know, because the and then he like pointed like kind of up and down into his face, like talking about my nose. <laughs> um. Because, like, we hadn't discussed that I was Jewish. He just kind of decided I was right. because of the way that I looked. Um. <laughs> and that has spawned a, uh, a long-standing, uh, uh, I, it's almost like a meme, but only between you and I. Yeah. Of just kind yeah. of, if anything is mentioned that could be referencing Judaism, just kind of waving at your nose and going, eh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So and that is not the first time that that, I mean, that is not the last time that that's happened where someone has been like, you know, are you, yeah, thanks. You know what the worst part is, is like whether friendly or unfriendly being told like, Hey, you should go to Israel. Doesn't sound very nice. No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> I mean, it's worse if you hear go back to Israel. I feel like that's probably not what you want to hear from somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So <clears throat> why didn't you go to Israel? Oh, you know, because, um, because I'm, because I'm not a good Jew. I don't know. <laughs> Did you say because you're not a good Jew? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, 
I don't, I don't know if I feel comfortable <laughs> responding to that. Um, well, I mean, you don't eat pork. That's true. It's just that you don't eat meat. But, That's also true. But you still don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. Are you technically, yeah. I guess you are technically kosher, right? No. No? What do you do? Uh, sometimes I eat shellfish. Oh, um, that's, yeah, that's. So, I mean, my, I guess, to, I guess to an extent, um, since I don't normally have fish in my house, mm-hmm. I guess I'm like almost to an extent kosher, but I was at the Acme that is kind of kosher and somebody wanted kosher lettuce. So I'm not that kosher. <laughs> Do you what? I don't know. <laughs> okay, as long as we're on the same page that we have like, no I had, clue. I had to ask someone and I was like, "Where's your kosher lettuce?" And he was like, "Oh, it's by the the produce." And then we walked over there and he was like, "Oh, there isn't any today." And then he was like, "Oh, that's annoying cuz then you got to wash the other one." And I was like, "I don't I don't even know how lettuce becomes kosher. Like I'm not sure what's going on right now." I mean, does um, the does the lettuce have to study the Talmud and like do a, do a presentation, a recitation, I, or whatever? I don't. I like. I don't know if it like has to be. It's like maybe it has to be rinsed in a certain way. Um, but I did talk to my mom about it, and she was very confused as well. Okay, so, good. Because like, like, and you know what the worst part is? Is then then the next thought without without like you know putting much thought into it would be like, oh, it's just a way to make money, and then you're like, Ugh, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm sure. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, because oh, so how how often uh, you've been to that? Have you been to that um, that uh, kosher acme a uh, few times? Or yeah. is it a kosher yeah. acme or is it, is that what they call it? It's an acme that happens to uh, be in an area with a high Jewish population. So it has a large kosher section. Yeah. So it has its own rabbi. Um, I believe so. Unless I am totally confused. Well, I mean, I guess they're licensing the rabbi because G D has the, is, is who has the rabbi, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. I just say G D, right? I can just say that. Is that what I should say? I, I or should I say Yahweh? Or do you guys say Yahweh? I don't know. <laughs> well, because uh, so when was the last time you went to temple? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, so so. Um, I, I, I'll mention because it's it's. Only, I mean, you're not a practicing Jewish person. You're not a Jewish religious person at all. Um, right. So, so that that question is not nearly as incendiary. What I what I mean yeah. is just is just like I mean, it must have been when you were a kid, right? Um, well, I mean, as a, it's not like I, I was practicing as a kid either. So probably the last time I went to, um, like a synagogue was like for, you know, a bar mitzvah probably. Are those fun? You know, no parties are fun (laughs) ever. Fair. Uh, I just, you know, you know what the worst part about being from the Midwest is, is that, um, Show business has such a, you know, an oddly heavy Jewish population compared to the rest of the, the world or, or the country. Mm-hmm. So, like, you grow up in the Midwest and you, like, meet one Jew, you know, one Jewish person or two Jewish people in high school and, like, that's it. 
Um, and you really feel like you're missing out when you don't ever get to go to a bar mitzvah or anything. I mean, I can understand that. I Well, because you watch Nickelodeon yeah. and like all these characters are having bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're throwing these big parties and you're like, well, why can't I do that? And it's like, because there are no chosen people where you live. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not very fair. I mean, you could still have one if you want. Isn't that blasphemy? Um, only if you believe that it is. So since we're completely on the Jewish topic right now, um, have you ever experienced anything other than the guy motioning towards no, the nose, uh, to suggest (laughs) that you're Jewish? Have you ever experienced anything bizarre or, um, you know, something about being Jewish? Um, (sighs) yeah, no, I'm. That really puts me on the spot. I have no idea. Um, it's, it's mostly like just people asking me if I'm Jewish a lot. Okay. Um, uh, that's, that's usually the extent of the weirdness. Um, or like the person who asked me whether I was Jewish or Italian. Uh, um, that's pretty f- which, to the point. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really the extent of it, unless I can think of something cool and funny. And I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> that's okay. Um, do you remember uh, years ago I was hosting this, uh, this game show type thing in bars? Um, mm-hmm. I was doing it for a party promoting company and I was the, the talk show host of this, you know, game show in a bar and this one really drunk guy, um, he was Asian. I don't think it really matters, but I may as well paint the picture. Um, he was really drunk and he kept trying to get back on stage. He'd played two rounds, lost both rounds. I mean, he won like a couple points, but he lost both rounds and we didn't want him to play again because he was so drunk. You know, it was, it was hurting the show. Yeah. Yeah. And when I finally told him, like, I'm sorry, you can't play again. He just like, he had a beer in his hand. He was so drunk. He just looked me up and down and he went, Jew bastard and walked away. Jeez. And I swear I'm remembering that completely correct. I swear he called me a Jew bastard. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm about as Jewish as a, as a can of Coca-Cola. So like, <laughs> I don't, uh. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think like, I think I had the benefit of living in an area mostly with a Jewish population. Yeah. Um, so there's actually a lot less negativity, um, I think. Well, uh, I mean, good. I mean, because from what I uh, understand about like um, prejudice and racism, it's actually places where there are people of certain races where racism is is rampant, though. That's true. Yeah, you're very right. But (laughs) maybe they'd be more accurate, you know, like they wouldn't call someone who's definitely not Jewish (laughs) a Jew bastard. I mean, maybe, you know. um, Maybe. But it's like, it's like, yeah, that was, that was truly a bizarre moment because I couldn't even like heckle back or fight back. Cause I was just like, um, what? Well, it's like, but even asking pardon, that's just encouraging him to continue to speak. Yes. So, so it's like run away. Let the drunk college guy call you a Jew bastard. If it means you're done with this exchange. Yeah, have, have you ever been called any Jewish slurs? Um, like not really to my face. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, yeah. it's better than to your face. 
Yes. Yeah. Wait, well, so are you aware of times people have said stuff not to your face? No, I just assume that everybody says mean things about me all the time. So I'm just leaving it open oh, just in case. You just want to be, you just want to, you know, be open to all possibilities. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> well, that's all that really matters is what you think about and feel about yourself. That's not great, but yay. <laughs> I, I like how we were talking about a lot of interesting different topics and then we like Judaism was brought up for like three seconds and now that's become like 15 to 20 minutes of this episode. Yes. It's just been yeah. talking about Judaism. So, well, okay. Well, before we leave that subject, uh, why do you think there is such a disproportionate amount of Jewish people in media? Go. Um, <laughs> um, because, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I, damn, I like really want to come up with an answer that like is is okay or like sounds thought out. Well, it'd be terrifying if you if the only answer you had weren't okay. If you yes, if you just had yeah. like something really terrible to say. You're just like, well, they're a thieving something, people. Yes, something very racist. <laughs> so, um, you know, you play music. Uh, and uh, in the folk punk variety. Mm -hmm. So you end up playing a lot of punk shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of identity politics going on in the punk scene, I would say, lately. Yeah. I mean, probably not just lately, but yeah. Like in the last seven years, it's probably been really noticeable. Maybe okay. maybe longer. I don't know. I, I mean, it's Pro- more your scene than mine. Forever, forever. Um, but yeah, but let's just say let's just say arbitrarily in the, in the in the last seven years. Okay, that sounds okay. Well, I I remember you telling me about how there was a show where it was flat out like there are too many white people. Oh shit! Yes, yeah. And when you were telling me that, it was just kind of like it was was it too it was wasn't too many white people in the audience was it was it too many pe- white people in the what was it. Was it too many white people? It was too many. It was, it was like a blanket statement. Um, and I believe it was too many white people in the audience, but they also kind of were talking about the bands too. It it was, it was really weird because actually when I saw the whole thing about that, cause it, it kind of blew up after the show. First I was like, but me, cause it was like all about like them being like cis white people, you know, just like that. Yeah. Um, and first I was like, I was offended. And then I realized I didn't even play that show. I was just there. Um, <laughs> oh, you were just in the audience. Yeah. Oh. Um, but still I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a hard day for everyone. Yeah. That's um, not great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard because, um, those particular scenes are just overwhelmingly white. Um, it just happens to be a genre of music that a lot of, white people gravitate to and i mean not even a lot just a couple would you say that it's more white than the national average or would you say that it is like 13 like because what the america is roughly 13 or 14 percent uh black Mm -hmm. so would you say that it's probably representative of of our like nation's statistic or of some point yeah prop you know probably um or you know maybe slightly whiter Mm -hmm. but i i mean i don't i don't normally go to shows and Check. You you mean you're um, not like, at shows going? Okay, who is here? All right. Yeah. Excuse no, me. No, because there's always. Are you Puerto? Excuse, sir, sir, 
sir, are you Puerto Rican? What? Sorry. Yeah. Let's just imagine you walking up to somebody. Yeah, no. I mean, there's definitely obviously someone doing that. So um, it's just not me. Well, the, but it was funny because, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, in the good old days, uh, if you walked around uh, checking everyone's race, no one liked you and you got kicked out. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> anyway, um, please. Um, but it was funny because the people who played the show weren't even all white, honestly. Um there was, there were a couple of, um, I mean, there was like a Mexican kid. Uh, it was like not totally white. Yeah. So it was really weird to, ha- to have it called out on that show because there are, are actually shows where it's all very, very white dudes. And that show was way more mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had an audience of people who knew about it in that particular area and they happened to be mostly white. Mm. Um, but, uh, well, and that's that. That's the thing too. Is like uh, race is is very like doesn't it doesn't really exist. It's kind of made up as you go, mm-hmm. um, and that's a big problem I've had. Like um, when what's his face? Uh, uh, I don't even want to remember his name. The guy who uh, who shot Trayvon Martin. Um, right. He was uh, Puerto Rican or Cuban. Mm-hmm. Right. And like and like. I don't mean like, you know, kind of, I mean like I'm Hispanic, but lots of people, lots of people look at me and just go, that guy's white. Like I pass, but mm-hmm. like he was definitely, definitely Latin and it became, you know, this white guy shot this black guy. And I was like, man, does that mean that we all get to be white? Is that like, is that like the new move? <laughs> Are we all white now? Yeah. So, you know, sweet. We get discounts at Sam's club. <laughs> I mean, and we've, we've talked about this too, about just like not, um, like having society d- determine if you're white or not, mm-hmm. you know, um, being kind of on the edge of that. Oh yeah, um, definitely. It's weird. It, it's um, super weird. In fact, it's so weird. I'm almost uncomfortable that we're talking about it like this right now, but I'm doing it anyway. Okay. I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to put this on. It's okay. No, I mean, but you know what? I, I, I feel like I'm betraying myself to not talk about things like this when I think they're really important. Yeah. You know, and it is important. Um, identity is a really important thing and everyone's just kind of looking for their identity to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some people are very much looking for an identity and some people are just kind of looking for like something to identify with. Yes. Um, so that's where I, I just get frustrated because like in our culture, um, there's this whole thing like to just white, just, you know, Caucasianize uh, racial groups once they become accepted. And that's something that really bothers mm-hmm. me. Like, like Italians used to not be white, used to not be considered white. And now they're, right. they're and now they're considered white. And, you know, now there's like, uh, you know, there's a white non-Hispanic is on like, on like checklists you can check like yeah. white non-hispanic and it's like uh i i don't i don't know why the big goal is like man one day if we all work hard enough we're gonna be white we're all gonna be white <laughs> god man i i don't know if we can go any if we can go anywhere better than that <laughs> do you but but <laughs> is, is there been any has there been any other like weird identity politicking stuff that you've noticed when you do shows um Oh, I mean, of like, of course, uh, it, it's, it's all on, like, I don't want to say it's all weird identity politics, but it is, um, I, de- I, I damn, 
This is now. This is like getting heavy and weird. You, you um, knew that if it was going to be you and I talking, it was going to get heavy and weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I just like you know there there are shows. I mean, and and back to that that other show with the too many white people. Um, I I like it's not like our music is that good, and we want we should like uh, we should be like come come to our shitty shows. Like it's like leave them alone. Um probably got better whoever's not here probably has other music that they like and that's fine but but yeah i mean there there are a lot of um i i mean within the past however many years there are a lot of like shows that are you know specific um they're only looking for um people who aren't white males cis white males to play um you have to be something else Mm -hmm. uh in order for them to give you a chance um i see that a lot um it's kind of I didn't see that as much recently, but I think that's because I've had to like kind of pull back from things because it's just a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I see that a lot and I always feel kind of weird about setting that precedent. Oh yeah. For people. Well, when, um, well, you and I are about the same age. You're just a slight bit older than me. And do you remember like what the punk scene was like? Uh, or at least like, I, I don't think you were a member of the punk scene when you were like 17 or 18 years old, right? Not Yeah, not really. But you were aware of it, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you were aware that it existed? Yes. There was the whole, like, there was a whole era of, like, skinhead punks and Nazi punks. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of on its way out when you and I were in our teens. Yeah. Into yeah. our early 20s. Like, that was really becoming not okay by everyone's standard, yeah. which is awesome. And what I'm I'm thrilled that that's where it went. You know, it went to Nazi fun- uh, punks fuck off or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... When I was a young kid and there were like skinhead shows and stuff, you know, that was their attitude was like, what are you? We only want blank and blank. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're getting it again from a more mainstream, like, but you know, but the, but the intentions are good. The intentions are, uh, to provide a, uh, voice to people who wouldn't usually be voiced, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I like that, and I think that that's great, and I think that shows should be inclusive, and I definitely play shows where I am the only person who is not, like, a dude, or yeah. w- whatever the hell it is that I am, um, <laughs> that I'm not that other, what the other people are, I guess, um, mm-hmm. and, like, I, I like seeing people who are, like, I, I want us to be inclusive if there are other people who aren't you know, white guys who want to play. Um, but I'm also like really afraid to put the precedent to set the precedent that like you're only valuable if you're not a cis white male, because there are a lot of them and I don't want them to not play music. And I also don't want to hear like, well, they have everything going for them. Like they can, they can be a CEO instead of playing music or something stupid like that. Um, I want everybody to like, feel like they should, they have a shot. Um, and and even if and even if like maybe some white straight guy has more of a shot, um, you know, in general statistic wise, I still don't. We still don't need to crush anybody's spirit. Um, that's still like not what playing music and punk is supposed to be about, unless it's not about that anymore. Who knows? Well, I mean, if you're a creative person, you probably have a sense of a desire to express yourself and to be heard and to connect to other people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's extra good to then throw to those people like, sorry, your genetic makeup means we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. So I feel like what you're is, is pardon me if this is if this is uh, upsetting to you, but it sounds like what you're trying to say is we should not we should judge people by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. No. Yes. Um. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.